0: You're listening to Papa and Banks with Giants legend Carl Banks and broadcaster Bob Papa, presented by DraftKings.
1: Welcome to another edition of Papa and Banks, presented by DraftKings, week one The NFL season is actually underway. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what a shock. Tom Brady comes from behind. Beats the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night football, so we are off and running with the 2021 NFL season. And uh, Carl, Brady just keeps being Brady. Doesn't matter how old he is. He's the man.
0: Yeah, because it's so funny. When you see time on the clock, Tom has a situation in his head that he's already going over whether it's a two-minute offense, end-of-game situation with 30 seconds, 45 seconds. He knows down in distance. He knows where he has to go to get the kicker in position. And it's just amazing. The the, the beautiful part about that end-of-game situation with Tom Brady, throwing the ball out of bounds, and – You know, most coaches – and I don't know if this was the communication because something was coming in and Tom was screaming to the sideline, no, no, he calls a play, out route, throws it out of bounds. Calls a play, out route, throws it out of bounds. So he's leaving nothing to chance. You know, a lot of coaches will say, okay, well, we'll take the ball, take a knee, uh, dive into the the middle of the field, get a better – you know, a couple more yards eat up a little more clock. Tom's already played it out. I can get 10 seconds on each one of these plays and there's no risk of anything. There's no risk of interception, no risk of grounding, because I'm not going to throw it too far. I'm going to throw it in the direction of my receiver, but he's just at another level. It's not that his greatness as, as a quarterback in terms of ability should come second, but I think the appreciation for Tom Brady has to be the freaking complete package. People do not understand what a brilliant football mind Tom Brady is. They see it, but you learn something new about this guy every time he takes the field because he doesn't panic, he understands the game, he understands every single situation of a game. And if you didn't know that, all you had to do is go back and look at the Super Bowl against the um, Atlanta Falcons, where he brought them back from a major deficit, understanding each and every opportunity in each situation. We score here. Here's what we have to do to get the ball back. Here's what we have to do when I get the ball back in my hands. But then you look at this game on Thursday, man, this is, you know, folks appreciate it like you can talk about the dime he dropped into Antonio Brown, which was just vintage, right when and I'm gonna say this and it's no disrespect, that was not an expectation of a guy like Drew Brees last year, you know, dropping it dropping it in there like that or understanding, what was available to him versus Blitzes when he hit Gronk? Him and Gronk both knew exactly what that situation was and they knew how to set it up, right? Nonverbal communication. That's next level quarterbacking. That's quarterbacking some folks never get to. Now, we can love Patrick Mahomes and everything about him. And I do, right? And at some point, he's going to surpass in ability and in stats, right? What Tom Brady does, because he's just that gifted. But you're going to really look at Tom Brady in a different light, not from an athletic standpoint, because he still has to be able to deliver the football to make plays. But just the, the, the cerebral thought process of how he plays the game It meshes so well with his ability. And even if his ability goes down a little bit, his thinking and how to make the most and get the most out of that, it's just next level. Um, So I appreciate a lot of the young quarterbacks in this league and none more than Patrick Mahomes. But man, I am loving, you know, Tom Brady's a good book. You know, when you watch him play quarterback, he's a good book. I mean, because he gives you a little bit of everything and you close it up, and at the end of it, you appreciate it because he's just just phenomenal. That's big crap, man. I mean, yeah. you're a Michigan state guy, Brady's a Michigan guy. So for yeah. you to be throwing bouquets at a Michigan guy like that. Hey well, I, let, me, let me just say you one more thing about him. He's yeah. a tough SOB. That's go. the other. That's the one. See, when you talk about the package, right? Ability um physical ability, mental ability and then he's fucking tough that's that's the that is the demoralizing factor for defensive players because if you get a guy who is 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 a gifted player and you want to find out if you can make him go in the tank, you start knocking him around a little bit and then you come back to the huddle and say, yep yeah, we got him he's off his he's off his mark. Brady. You knock him down, he gets up. You know why I know this? It's because when the Giants tried to take to take his sternum and, and just take his spleen. In Super Bowl 42. In Super Bowl 42, all he did was get up and damn near win the game. As if as if he had never been hit that whole game.
1: Made a so, throw to Randy Moss at the end of the game that yeah. spoke volumes. It got knocked away, but it spoke volumes of his
0: ability. To not blink. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, did not blink. So, um, folks, when we when when I talk about Tom Brady, it's different. He's different. Like I said, he's like a good book. All right, I don't want to spend too
1: much time on this game because it's in our rearview mirror, but uh, uh, one of the guys that I've always been a big fan of, and when it was contract time to get paid, and uh, Goff got his deal from the Rams, and Wentz got his deal from philadelphia at the time i kept saying the best of that bunch is dak prescott and you could mm-hmm. tell me anything you want about it. oh you know Wentz almost was going to be an mvp then he got hurt and all this other stuff all dak did before he got hurt last year was start 16 of 16 each and every year double digit wins to me he's the best of that group and what he did the other night carl now i don't i don't propose having him drop back and throw it 58 times a game when you got Ezekiel Elliott there, but without Zach Martin and the fact that this dude hadn't played in over 325 (laughs) days or whatever it was, 331, that was an awesome performance. And if I was the rest of the NFC East and the rest of the NFL, I'd be a little bit worried about that.
0: I don't think, I don't think I was surprised by once he took the field, and I saw that first pass and I knew he had confidence, I wasn't surprised with it at all because like you said, he has a resume. It's already on tape what he was doing prior to getting hurt. And he just resumed where he was. Now, if you're the rest of the NFC East, you just prepare for Dak Prescott to be at his best, right? But Kellen Moore... And McCarthy put together a hell of a game plan. They these weren't drop back passes, Bob. There were probably three, maybe five, I would say on average, five to seven passes that were true dropbacks. That ball was getting out of his hands. So their game plan, even against press coverage, they were throwing slip screens, right? Um, which the way they did it was, hey, if these guys are going to be pressed, they're already being blocked. So if we get the ball out in the flats, the press coverage guys, our receivers are right there to block them. And then when we need to take a shot, we we fake the same thing, do a little stutter go, and we're behind those guys. So I just thought it was a really, it's, 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 and this is not a discount of, of um, Dak Prescott, but I thought it was equally very good coaching. A very good game plan and the no Zeke was not a. a a sign that Zeke Elliott is not up to the task anymore it's because in a game against Tampa. Tampa does not allow rushing yards so you're wasting a down and you know the trend, if you could pass the ball in the flat or to a back, it's the same as an extended handoff. So they were basically running the ball outside via pass, via those um, those those uh, ghost screens, those slip, uh, those jet sweeps, and all of that stuff. That was what they were doing in order to get their running game going. So whatever the carries were for Zeke Elliott, I hope he has an understanding that what they put in place was a winning game plan. They, they had the, the right game plan. So opponents of the Dallas Cowboys expect Dak Prescott's best. But that game plan doesn't apply to every team. There are going to be opportunities for um, teams to have success. Now, they're going to score the football. You can see that. Did you see some improvement from Dallas's defense? Sure, guys looked like they knew where they were going. Um, and you'll give them high marks because they got um, four turnovers. You still see some remnants of what guys can and cannot do, though. Sure. You know, so it's, it's still it, – they won't run away with the NFC East. Uh, playing the deep type of defense that they play, and they're they're not saying that they're a bad defensive team, but you still see some things of uh, some remnants of things that guys can't do.
1: You know, and if the kicker makes his kicks, a 31-yard field goal, yeah. you're expected to make that. If you make your extra point, which is a 33-yard kick, then you're forcing Brady to have to score a touchdown at the end of yeah. the game, as opposed to a field goal. But uh, hey, Dallas covered covered the number, which leads me to this point with football. Now, here and around the corner, get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And the NFL is back. DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets. Listen up to this instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game, you don't want to miss this. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game, and you'll receive $200 in free bets instantly a sports book is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. And for week one, DraftKings is giving all new customers, so if you're new to this, a shot at a $1 million top prize. Nothing adds more to the excitement of watching a game than having a chance at a free shot at a million dollars in a top prize. So check it out. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code Best Dam, and you get your $200 in free bets when you place a bet of $1. It's such a deal. All right. Uh, I know you got things you want to get off your chest about this week. Yeah, You we got some games to look at. You want to start with the cleansing of your soul right now?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a cleansing of the soul, but it's not a football type of thing. But it, then again, it is. It's all sports related, Bob. This is this is a minor one, but I, I'm going to need not only yourself, who's a huge baseball fan, but I'm going to need other people to weigh in on this. So I'm watching the Yankees versus the Orioles a week ago. And our good friend, Michael Kay, just made a kind of a matter of fact statement about the strike zone. He says, folks, get used, to, um, get ready because in the not so distant future, these balls and strikes will be called by a computer. And I said, I hope the baseball gods
1: reject that notion. You mean like playing extra innings and starting a guy on second with nobody out? One of the stupidest yeah. things ever? Yeah. Or seven because- inning double headers.
0: You know, the strike, listen, the strike zone is the strike zone, right? It's not going to be, you know, if a ball is up over somebody's head, they're not going to call it a strike. But what I like about the human nature of umpires, like in every other sport, it plays into the strategy. You know how a certain ump calls it, right? It shouldn't have to be absolute. The way the ball moves, if you have an umpire who's a little generous with the strike zone or he's, you know, a little different, I like that because it's part of strategy. It's in football before every game, you know what crew is is officiating and you know what they like to call and they know what they let you get away with. Yeah,
1: either a lot of holding, OPIs, DPIs, whatever. In basketball
0: right? In basketball, they have officials that let you play rough or guys that call ticky-tack fouls. They know the crews. So I think if you remove the human element from the officiating, the the umpiring of baseball, whether it's balls or strikes, it's going to hurt both pitchers and batters. You know, and for the purists of the game who were born, you know, pre 1990, probably, they get it. But those, you know, and, and look, I am not anti analytics, but you can see where analytics has benefited baseball, and you can see where it has ruined it when you have managers that manage solely on analytics and not on field for the game. I'm going to need people to tell me why a computer needs to replace an umpire call in calling balls and strikes. I'm going to need some help there. Cause I just, I don't think it's part of the natural process of baseball. And people say, well, you know, players are throwing harder now. Pitchers are throwing harder now, and it's hard to keep up with the ball. They they've been throwing hard for a long time, Bob, but throwing hard and no control. I mean, it's probably going to penalize those guys.
1: Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. I'm waiting for a ball. I'm waiting for the computer to have a ball one hop to the catcher and the computer malfunctions and it calls it a strike. Yeah. See how that goes. Well, listen, when you think about it, like in football terms, and, you you know, coaches, they got a guy on their staff that spends – time building up these dossiers and it's not just on the referee it's on every member of the crew this guy lets this go that guy lets that go and all you ask for and this has been going correct consistency from when you were a little kid playing baseball or a little kid playing football or basketball if they're going to let you play let you play then don't call this don't call this pulling of the jersey in the last two minutes of the game that you've let go the entire game go right. and suddenly call defensive pass interference because that pisses the shit out of people.
0: Yes. So I just, folks, I, I just need to know, and some people say, well, you know, in football, the field is the same size and they don't move the field, they don't move the, uh, the goalposts. Yeah, that's fine, but they still have, you know, officials that officiate things that go on within that area. And again, it's not like the strike zone moves by feet. It's like by half inch based on how an official calls it. And that's just a matter of, if if that official has a pattern, you could see it. If, you're, if analytics is so prevalent, which it is in baseball, then you can find that out and work accordingly. But it's just almost as if you can't. You can't if if it's not computerized or analyzed and and become absolute it's become bad for the game you know and it, it goes both ways too because you know the shift that would probably be run out of baseball 15 20 years ago outfield shift infield shift and all of that stuff um They'd been, you know, guys like Barry Bonds and the likes, with just Daryl Strawberry and those guys, they could hit any any side of the field they wanted to. Now it's almost you get paralyzed if oh boy they shifted and I can't hit it opposite direction, so I'm going to ground out. I you know it's just kind of you know the absolutes of baseball, folks. You got to be able to break. You got to break the code, you know, and that's 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 part of the human piece of it.
1: man. when I thought, uh, when we, when we started this little vent session, I didn't have you on baseball right now.
0: Yeah. And it's, but, but then it's, it's, um, it's just something when, 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 uh, Michael K said it and he, you know, he was just kind of saying it neutrally that this is probably what's, what's headed our way. And I'm just like, we can't, you gotta have the human element in officiating games. You you just do, you know. Um, I just don't want to see it it go that route. Um, and then the other piece of it this is a this is a more serious um, thing I have with our adults that call ourselves fans and commentators, um, and how we are. Viewing and commenting on athletes and their mental health. So we had um, Naomi Osaka in the open, and then we had Simone Biles, right? Mm -hmm. And these kids, they make a lot of money, right? And the expectations are high. We all get that. But have we taken a moment? To ask ourselves, if you were thrust into the spotlight, and you're not thrust, you, you made your way there. Um, in a society that encourages balance, uh, humanity, as if of their citizens, right? If you're raised in a school system where you're no longer as a educator allowed to be confrontational with students um, because students aren't raised the right uh, that way you know um but nobody loses right so if you're living in a society that is bringing our youth in a more positive more balanced um way of of humanity. And all of a sudden you get mad and you start mother effing these young kids when they are dealing with something, the pressures of the game or whatever the weight of the moment is and they have to take a break from it. You're such a fucking hypocrite because you're the guy who says, don't you dare speak to my kid that way. Oh, did you see Trent Dilfer was in a guy's face? He should be fired. No no coach should treat a kid that way. Now, I'm just telling you, we're in a space now as a society, as adults, where if, if you can raise your kid like Richard Williams and Earl Woods, that type of training, Mental and physical. And you're saying you're willing to put a kid out in today's in, you know, a 20-something year old now through that and they can survive it, then have at it. But that's not what you want. That's not what you want for your kids. And when you look at your local sports team, you want everybody to play. You want, if a kid is having a bad day, you want them to sit down. It's not to suck it up. And I'm okay with that because this is the world we live in now. So get used to it and stop bitching every time a star athlete has to take a mental health break. Because this is what we are teaching. And it's not a bad thing. We're teaching balance. We're not teaching. Can you imagine if Todd Marinovich... (laughs) had the opportunity to step away and and recalibrate instead of being a a, a robot.
1: But let me ask you this, Carl, because it's a really, it's a very uh, multi-layered
0: conversation. It is. And we need a mental health expert here to talk more about it, but go ahead.
1: Well, well, we should get Kathleen
0: to come on the next time. Yeah. She does. There we go.
1: Um, We should have had her on this episode, but she's out with Max right now. He's got a golf lesson. Um, it's very dangerous. It's, it's, it's a weird thing though, because we're also, we've also started to raise a generation of kids that want all the spoils mm-hmm. and do not know how to deal with the downside of it. Sure. You know, because that it's the, everybody gets a trophy generation now. Yeah. And the problem is you're in the business world. Uh, you've got a very successful company, G3 apparel. Um, you know, if, if one of your, you know, one of your, you got something important going on and somebody's not succeeding or doing what they need to do, you're going to make a change. You're not going to stick with somebody for forever because they're trying hard. Right. So like, it's, it's, I feel like they're in a bad, I, I feel, I felt bad in a way for, uh, the younger generation because they get a lot of mixed signals
0: yes because first of all like in my business and i run it more like a team right so mistakes are not okay they happen but they're not okay i expect you to be better uh the next time and if you can't be better the next time then yeah we move on but in some of these individualized sports Again, there's Richard Williams and Earl Woods, right? They were very hands-on. They understood, they, they raised their athletes start to finish. What we have now, and, and this is across the entire sports spectrum, is you have the coaching of skill set, not of mindset. Because when you see the skill set in these trainers, they want to just refine that, right? But who's refining the mindset? But our society has now uh, said what's okay and what's not okay. And as long as you can get the most out of the athlete during the optimal times, you're good. And, because we are in this place in society don't bitch when it when adversity hits and they can't cope in in because you're the same hypocrite that wouldn't want your co- your kid to be coached hard
1: right yeah you, know you know can't I'm have saying? it both ways you, you can't, can't have
0: it both ways don't bitch because someone is at forbes top uh uh naomi osaka is at the top of this forbes highest paid athletes Don't bitch because she needs to take a break because you raised her. This is our society. This is how we raised our kids, right? Don't bitch, you hypocrite, because you decided that certain things are no longer acceptable. And I'm okay with that, right? Because there has to be a balance. We need to raise humans. But if you're the same guy who wants to mock an athlete for taking a break, and then your ass can't sit in New Jersey traffic for longer than 30 minutes without having a freaking mental breakdown. Don't say anything about an athlete. That's all I can say. I mean, I, this is this is something like we we as a society, and I believe in more balanced athletes, right? And in, 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 in sports is a safe place for a lot of these guys and girls and kids and ladies. We have to be able... To when we're training, because we know that the technology has made these kids stronger and faster and X, y, and Z. But we have to, and aside from training the skill set, we have to start training the mindset and we all have to be in tune with it. If not, then accept the greatness that these kids are. And when they decide it, it's time for them to shut it down you wish them the best and hope they get better in return and you root for the next one. Cause that's where we are right now. That's all I got. Yeah.
1: And I get, and the other thing is too, is if, if it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea, but don't, you can't be, you can't go both ways on it. You gotta, it's gotta not be your cup of tea and not be your cup of tea across the board. Right. You can't, you can't, you can't be waving the pom poms when it's going right. And then when it goes wrong, then it's not my cup of tea. Right. Exactly. <laughs> your tea's got to be made one way. Yeah. All right. Listen, um, I want to just remind everybody download the DraftKings app now. Use the promo code BEST DAM. Receive $200 in free bets when you place a bet of $1 on any football game this first weekend. A free shot at a million dollar top prize on your first deposit. Promo code BEST DAM. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. And you got to be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer, only one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Is there a game this weekend that has you pulled the hardest?
0: Kansas City, Cleveland.
1: <laughs> I think we're all thinking on the same thing. Kansas City,
0: Cleveland. That's that's the one. I mean, we're, we we know that the Cleveland Browns is a is a good team and a much improved team. Now we're going to find out. Are they ready to take the next step? I think they are. I, I think, think they're the winning this board, week. But this will be a big – they win this game. This will be a big one.
1: I think they're winning this week. Yeah. Um, there's some question marks about the defense of Kansas City. You know, they've they've overhauled their offensive line. Mm-hmm. They have arguably, you know – one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl in a group of about two or three you know yeah. we know the names brady rogers um and obviously patrick mahomes uh but i'm believing i'm buying in cleveland that's secondary you got yes. these edge rushers they don't even need clowny to be great that's a good Clowney thing because be i don't good. think he's gonna
0: i i don't think he's going to be available every game. He's on a pitch count now. He's he's slimmed down. He's an explosive player when he's out there, but the thing is he's not out there a lot. So, let's see what happens there, but without him, he's a you know, they're they're a good football team. Yeah, that
1: that game, the other one that I, the, the, there's a couple other ones that really jump out at me. Uh, the other one I'm curious to see is the one between the Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we know what the Bills can do offensively. They're going to throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. Now, I don't know how much, I don't know how effective TJ Watt can be signing a contract, really getting no football reps other than a couple days this week. They got other talented players on that defensive side of the ball. But I think the big question for me is how do the Bills handle being the hunted?
0: Oh, they're going to be fine. I I I think they're going to be totally fine. They got a quarterback who's a caution to the win guy who just doesn't care. He's been through it. Um, my biggest concern with the Buffalo Bills is, can you establish the run? You've got to be able to commit to some level of running the football, and you got to do it when you don't need to, to know that you can do it when you have to. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, even Ben Roethlisberger said it, um they're going to they're going to have some growing pains they got some young players in some key spots um they've lost some key linemen i just think it's 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 going to be a work in progress for them and we know that they're a well coached team uh they'll execute to the best of their ability but i just think early on is the time to catch pittsburgh before they get so,
1: i mean we're banging through the AFC North right now. So we might as well, I might as well ask you this question. Uh, Baltimore. I mean, the injuries that they've had since August the ninth, it's, 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 uh, it reminds me of the Niners after the first two weeks of last season. Yep. Now uh, Latavius Murray, they bring him in. Look, the saints wanted to keep Murray. The only reason why he's still not a New Orleans Saint is because he wouldn't take a pay cut. Devontae Freeman, the other hand, we saw him last year. He looked eh, and the Saints cut him. And then Le'Veon Bell, I'm not sure if he's a great fit in that style that they run anyway. Hmm. can they, and, and the loss of Marcus Peters on the defensive side of the ball is is big, big. Can, can this team overcome that? And still be as good as a lot of people think they're gonna be. Because I think the Raiders are winning no. the game on Monday night.
0: No, they cannot. They have they have a certain chemistry about them. Um they I, I do not believe they can be as good. These are not injuries where guys are coming back in week four or five. These are injuries that force you to to change your, your roster makeup and everything that you want to do. Now you're plugging in pieces that don't fit, not guys that are, you know, temporary fixes until a guy comes back. You're talking guys that are lost for the season, four or five guys. So it's 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 hard for me to feel like they're going to be able to compete at the level that they would have if those players were healthy. Um,
1: another game that jumps out at me is obviously the, uh, the Nick Saban Bowl um Foxborough you got Tua, Tua and, and Mac. the Dolphins Tua Mac he had Tua Mac going at it uh you've got you know Belichick going against Brian Flores who was on his staff Yeah How good do you think Mac
0: Jones is going to be to start Um I think he's going to be very efficient uh he'll be more efficient than good um he'll make some good plays but I would give him to the midpoint of the season and then you'll start to see the good of Mac Jones but he's going to be efficient they're not going to require him to do a lot especially in games where they match up well uh, and he's not forced to do a lot Um, but there's going to be a few games on the schedule where he's going to have to make some plays and he's going to have to play above the numbers and play above the script smart kid He'll be able to do it, I think, by week um, eight or nine. You'll start to see the good Mac Jones, but you'll see an efficient Mac Jones that make good plays um, early on.
1: Yeah, you, know, you think about when Brady took over in New England after Bledsoe got hurt. You know, he didn't have off the chart numbers, but no. what was that? What was that team built to do? They played good defense, although I think Gilmore, you know, with his quad tract, the quad injury, but mm-hmm. contract. Not being there hurts, uh, but you look at the depth of their running backs, and listen—that's how Brady won early. They yeah. were a running team, and mm-hmm. that that running back group in New England is pretty damn good.
0: Well, that's why I said he's going to be efficient because they're gonna—they know how they have to win early on, and it also takes a minute for a quarterback to to really acclimate into all the things that are required to play. QB for the New England Patriots. So he's getting there. Um, Obviously, they thought enough of him to make him the starter. So you know he's well on his way. But they're going to do some things to help him be successful early on. Are you a big Tua
1: fan? I mean, there's a a lot of people that love Tua. I know Coach Charlie Weiss, who you know, he is a firm believer in Tua as a guy who's going to be a bona fide star. He knows a lot more than me. but. Well, Um, here's
0: the thing for me. Um, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel that feel. We haven't seen enough of Tua to know what he is. You know, that sampling rookie size was he was doing rookie things. And I think it's unfair for people to um, say he's not good. He did enough to show you, he can play the game, but he played rookie football last year and, you know, they took him out and put the other guy in, which could happen as a rookie. Um, but that doesn't necessarily, that's not a necessarily predictor of his trajectory as a good quarterback in the NFL. The one thing I will say, though, is when you look at things through the eyes of Charlie Weiss, right? Charlie runs a certain type of offense. They call it air it out for a reason, your you're show with him because he, he can create the most exotic formations. He knows how to get the ball out of a quarterback's hands and into a playmaker's hand in the most exotic type of ways. I've seen him drop some schemes. And so he knows that tool is a guy that he could make a really good quarterback in the NFL because of the way Charlie sees the game and, and scripts the game.
1: We're going to have to get him on one day. I yeah. think I know. I think we, I think we know we can get him on. Yeah. Um, but to the, to, to the other point, though, I mean, I think if you're a fan and an observer of all this, don't you have a little bit more confidence that Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, even though Burrow got hurt last year, don't you have a little bit – if you're a fan looking at this, wouldn't you say it feels like those guys have a little bit more upside?
0: Well, let's look at it this way. Um, two of the three of those guys walked into an NFL facility completely healthy. On their rookie year the third of that group had had his hip replaced darn near and he was just recovering from that so yeah you would see those guys and expect those guys to have a better start than Tua again I don't know if he's gonna be a great NFL quarterback or not I know he can play the game he's shown me enough that he could play the game but he's shown me rookie stuff um, so, will he take the next step? We'll see. I know he can play. I don't know how good he's going to be as NFL quarterback, but he's good enough to play the game.
1: All right. Andy Dalton is going to get, you know, fed to the Lions on Sunday blah, night football.
0: Blah, 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 blah. He's got to go play blah, 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 Aaron Donald blah, blah, and the Rams. Blah, 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 blah. Listen. He's just, he's a placeholder. Let's just see it for what it is. Um, The Chicago is ready for Justin Fields. Um, Their head coach knows it's a matter of time. He can say what he wants and Andy Dalton can play um, to Andy Dalton levels. But I think we've seen enough of a sampling of, we, of what Andy Dalton is, and we know exactly what he is at this stage of his career. So lights out for him is still going to be Andy Dalton lights out. It's not going to be NFL lights out. And um, it's just Shit, a matter Daniel, of time.
1: I mean, they pulled the plug on a future Hall of Famer in Eli Manning after two weeks for Daniel yeah. Jones. Yeah, it's so gonna it's just happen. A matter of time.
0: It's a matter of time. Let's just let's just see it for what it is. And, I like
1: uh, the f- I like the fact that it didn't start it. This is a Sunday night football against the Rams defense. Not that there's any soft spots in the NFL, but, but this, this ain't one a, of them. This ain't, <laughs> this ain't one of them. You can come back and start him next week against Cincinnati if you want. Yeah. Will. Yeah. He's gonna play. All right. So let, in wrapping it up here, Carl as we've kind of spanned some of them, we, we, we touched on some of the bigger marquee games. Who, who's, who do you think right now, and, and it's all subject to change because of injuries in the national football league, but right now on paper, before teams play a game on Sunday or Monday, who is the best and second-best team
0: in each conference, in your opinion? Conference. Um, NFC um green bay is somewhere around one in three um the defending champions are the best i'm leaving room in the nfc for rams or even a saints team to be pushing for that number two spot but you know um Green Bay, I mean, if we look at the final four in football, that would be a one and twos across the board. But I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave a little room in there for another team to sneak in. I, I mean, wouldn't leave out you know what another team I would leave I would
1: I would throw in that bunch? The Niners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget two years ago they were in the Super Bowl and they had the lead against yeah. Kansas City and couldn't hold it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and, and last year that-
0: we're talking about beat the- Green Bay.
1: Right. And that yeah. team and that team they lost their entire season last year in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah. They lost their, their all those injuries. So I'm I'm looking for the Niners for a bounce back. All right, in the AFC, who are your top 2 or 3 teams on paper right now before anybody else gets hurt god forbid?
0: Cleveland, Kansas Kansas City, Cleveland, um mm. I like, I like Buffalo too. I like Buffalo. They've got a, they got a moxie about them, you know. Offensively, like I don't know what they can stop on defense, but offensively they got a they got a cockiness about them that that's, you know. I, I said this about Buffalo when when Andre Reed and Thurman Thomas and and Jim Kelly were there. They had a certain earned arrogance about them. Sure. Now now these guys ain't there yet with the earned arrogance, but they're approaching that, you know, cause they got, they got a wide receiver who's, you know, he competes with the best of them. Um, I, I just, I just like the moxie that they have. And here is why here is why
1: I believe that, uh, I believe the Patriots are going to fare well against them this year. Okay. Because what did Bill Belichick do against that kind of offense in Super Bowl 25?
0: There you go. Gotcha.
1: Because if they can't, if they don't run it better, yeah, there's nobody in the world better than changing the game. How many? Not to kill Bills fans. How many down linemen did you have at any point in Super Bowl 25? Because it felt like. Maybe you had one guy down, and half the time it felt like everybody was actually standing up.
0: Yeah, it was one, maybe two. One guy down to watch the football
1: get hyped. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, the guy who designed that was Bill Belichick. And now yeah. he's got now he's got his players this year. Yeah. Actually combat it. All right, Carl. Uh, we're out of time. Just want to let everybody know. Download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BEST Damn. To receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game, you get a free shot, at a million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. The promo code, again, BEST, damn, pretty easy. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm looking forward to this, hearing what you got to get off your chest next week. We got some guest ideas. I know we're still working on some notable
0: guests as well. Well, listen – all these things I'm getting off my chest, hit us up on Twitter. Once you see this pod and hear this pod, call us, hit us up. I want well, to call want us because I ain't
1: giving out my number. not don't, don't
0: call us, but hit us up. Yeah, when we up.
1: when we post it, you fire some questions at us. Yeah. Some topics. Yeah. I'm my man. All right, man. See you Thank in the you. stadium on Sunday. You got it. Hey, tell everybody you want to join the party. We want to find out what's on our chest? We want to hear inside stuff about the National Football League and some great guests still to come? Tell everybody to subscribe right now. Papa and Banks, presented by DraftKings.